What's up, podcast world? Mojax boys are back. This uh, we've had a lot of awesome guests, and we might have just we might have just hit the jackpot tonight, boys. That is true. We've had tons of people asking. It was we put a thing out during I don't know March or something. Hey, who should we go on the show? We've had so many requests for Greg Jones. It has been unbelievable. So guess what we did? We went out. We got Greg Jones, the three-time NCAA Division champ or Division One champion at WVU. Greg, how you doing, CD man? Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you guys for having me, man. Absolutely, man. It's it's our pleasure and honor for sure. Like I said, we've had tons of fans um, texting us, messaging us, said you got to get Greg Jones on there, got to get him on there. I think part of it is uh, you're obviously on social media. I don't think you're one of those guys, you don't go out there and brag about what you're doing and stuff like that. Um, I think people just see you on TV in the background. They're like, we we need to hear what's going on with with Greg, man. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what the region is, but uh, it's good to be uh, somewhat relevant, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, uh, man. You know, I always, um, no matter where I go to, I always, uh, you know, take West Virginia with me, man. So very, very proud of my my association with that place and the time I spent there. It's, uh, it's been great. And you married a West Virginia girl, so you're stuck, right? Yep. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's go back a little bit in time, go down memory lane. Um, so I, I think I was there when your brother Virtus was there, and mm-hmm. I asked you about him earlier. Uh, you said you said he's teaching and coaching up in uh, PA. Is that right? Yep. My brother Virtus was uh, graduated from WVU in 2000, so he's five years older than me. Um, he's currently teaching and coaching at uh, North Hills High School uh, there in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was there when he was there. You know, I don't think people. Um, I don't know. It's obviously W. Most schools, football, basketball. I mean, I'm a baseball guy, and baseball didn't get much recognition. There was a slew of guys even before Greg and his brother. I mean, W is no joke. Went back there, you know, when in wrestling, and then Verse comes along. He just dominates. Then Greg comes along, and I can't even imagine. I'm, I mean, I don't even know this. I'm guessing you never lost a match in high school. Is that accurate? No, that's no, no, that's far from accurate. Whoa. Um, okay. Nah, my high school record was um, 139. I had eight losses in high school. Wow. During that, at four, uh, four in college. Wow. Wow. So. Yeah. You roll through. I think I read today only 29 wrestlers ever. Maybe it was 39 ever have won three. Right. Uh, wow, that's that's absolutely crazy. Then, uh, so you know, you're obviously there. You won, you won some championships. Um, then you stick around and you coach, and you coach for like eight years there, right? I coached for uh, coached for ten years. Yeah, I wow. spent um, I spent fifteen years in Morgantown. Wow, it's hard to leave. <laughs> yeah, it goes quick, right? Yeah. I'm about to move up there. Yeah, <laughs> no, I want it's, to. it sucks you in. You just don't want to leave. And, and yeah. I would, and it's way different, isn't it, Greg? From when we were there, they've got everything now in Morgantown. Yeah, no, no. It uh, you know I try to get back up north as often as I can. And, uh, yeah, the same thing. Every time, every time I go back, it looks different. New stuff. It's um, it's good, man. It's exciting for the town. Yeah, for sure. So, so like I said, then uh, you coached there uh, ten years. I didn't realize it was that long. Um, and then, so what got you involved? I mean, it seems natural, but what got you involved in MMA? Well, um, I, uh, I wrestled, I wrestled Rashad Evans while I was in college. Rashad Evans is former UFC champion. Yeah. Um, 
So I wrestled him. I didn't before or after that match. I never even talked to Rashad, and that would have been in '03. Uh, so I graduated in '05, and maybe somewhere around like '06 or '07, I got a random um, Twitter message from Rashad and said, "Hey, uh, we get ready to fight John Jones. You interested in coming down? You know, helping help me out for camp?" I said, "You know, season had just ended. I'm like, sure I'd come down." So. Um, I uh, I came down for three days. We trained a little bit, and and we just kind of kept in casual contact um, since that since then. And then probably I don't know, heck, probably six or seven years later, he uh, he had reached out to me and said, "Hey, we're looking for a coach. You want to come down and look at it?" Uh, so I did, and here I am. Hmm. Wow, that's great. So a lot of people ask us this, and I, I honestly I need to know the answer. Why didn't you go in MMA yourself and fight? Well, um, you know, I, I was, um, I was a little bit, uh, too young. I mean, you know, you gotta recognize the sport in MMA is relatively young. So, um, by the time it started getting really popular in that seven, eight, nine range, um, I already had my, I was already four or five years in my coaching career. Um, and not to say I still couldn't have done it, but I, uh, I just kind of missed that time. Um, of when the you know the sport was, was was really blowing up, and you know I don't know if I I don't know if I would have done it. I think if I was going to do something uh, beyond what I've done, I probably would have wrestled. But uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Um, you know, I worked out I worked out for the Steelers, and then I wrestled a little bit, and ultimately I just decided the coaching route was was the best route for me. And you know, like I said before, here here I am. I think it's that W mentality, as everybody always says. They always want to hold on to their kind of hero, <laughs> so they wanted to see you in the MMA. But you mentioned that Pittsburgh Steeler, and I, I wanted to touch on that. Never, not, You never obviously played in college, and then you get invited to work out with Steelers. I mean, what was that like? Yeah, no, it was, it was really cool. Um, I got a call. They were going to be down uh, doing a pro day, and I uh, actually it was from our high school athletic director. He said they um, – you know, they want to, they want to stop by and chat with them. So, uh, so I did. And, um, we set up, uh, kind of a, a mini, mini combine at there at St. Vincent, which is, you know, ironic, you know, it's, you know, seven, eight miles from my house, uh, where I grew up at. So, um, so I went up with my strength coach and, and worked out for them. And, uh, I was actually, I was supposed to go back for training camp. Um, but I had, a um, coming off my senior year of wrestling, I tore my groin that was coming off of surgery. Um, so, but it, it was a really cool experience just seeing, getting in there, seeing how they operate and how they evaluate talent and things like that. And uh, they actually, uh, I was actually uh, in the NFL draft. So the uh, 05 NFL draft, if you go to NFL.com and you scroll, it was me, Pac-Man Jones, <laughs> and and Chris Henry were the three people from West Virginia that were drafted, not draft eligible, but that were in the draft. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That is that is wild. <laughs> Have it, especially, I mean, that just shows the athleticism. Yeah. But, um, okay. Well, now, do you strictly, obviously, you know, wrestling's your background. Has that evolved, or are you sticking straight to your, you know, your coaching just wrestling with these MMA guys? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm mostly a wrestling coach, but you know, to be honest, it. Um, you know, over the past two or three years, um, I kind of morphed in kind of a kind of a performance coach, if that makes sense. Because, like, um, you know, there's a lot that goes along with this job, with this amount of guys, this quality of guys we have. You know, it's, a lot goes into the operation we have. So, you know, if 
I'm not, I'm doing a disservice because I'm if I'm not making myself valuable outside of you know shooting double legs and single legs. So that's um, it's allowed me to grow in a lot of different ways, um, a lot of different a lot of different direction, and it's um, so it's uh, it's it's been a fun ride, man. Yeah, so that kind of leads me into one of the questions we got, and I, I like to think of myself as a little bit more than a casual fan, and then as far as MMA, and then someone shoots me a question, and I'm <laughs> I'm like, that's gibberish to me. I don't really know what that says, but there's some cards out there, man. <laughs> so uh, he, this question is is uh, from one of our listeners, and first of all, his his first question was he always likes to know and talk to people, and he, and he actually used to do an MMA blog and did a lot of interviews. So his question was, and I don't, I don't know how biased you want to get here, but simply who is the strongest wrestler you have trained? Ooh. Or maybe there's a couple. Um, <laughs> no, I tell you what, um, now strong as in like who could lift the most weights or the most, I'm going to guess the, he meant technical most quality wrestler. Yeah, most yeah, quality quality. wrestler. Okay. Um, did I ever trained uh, in MMA? I assume. Okay, so um, you know, right now um, I'm actually in uh, in Connecticut right now with Bellator with uh, with Logan Storley. Logan Storley is four time All American, um, University of Minnesota, um, undefeated. I think he's ten or twelve and zero right now. Um, but as far as straight wrestling, he's probably um, probably the the best wrestler in MMA that I've trained. Wow. Um, I would say uh, Kamaru Usman is probably right behind him. Um, I just don't think uh, the level Kamaru wrestled at didn't have the seasoning and the day in and day out challenges as someone in the Big Ten that, that has wrestled. I think there's a little bit of difference there. Um, who else? I mean, we to be honest, we don't have. Uh, we're primarily a striking based gym, so we don't have a ton of guys uh, with that level of background. But um, obviously, it's something that we're working on and trying to trying to get more of we'll cut that out here's another question greg so he says another gentleman says uh so if you know your fighter might be an inferior wrestler to their opponent what are some of the things you tell them to kind of get around that um there's no way around it that's the thing (laughs) the beautiful thing about this sport it's the most brutally honest sport that you can participate in or watch um you step inside that cage and it locks. There's there's no getting around it. There's no hiding your your deficiencies. There's no hiding your weaknesses. Um, but uh, I think kind of where he's going with that question is, um, you know, I do train a lot of guys that don't have a wrestling background. Um, I gotta teach him to, at the very least, you know, to be able to defend defend the takedown effectively. Um, but you know, for me, it's hard. Like to take a 30 year old guy that's never wrestled. It's it's hard to teach them how to wrestle. You know, I'm not going to make turn that guy into a wrestler, but if I can do certain techniques, drills and putting them in certain situations where they now learn to read and react like a wrestler would react, we get rid of that kind of paralysis about what to do, that mental paralysis about what we do and how we do it. And, uh, we try to get our way through it just through, through repetitions. And really it's, uh, I, kind of deliver in a way when you're learning wrestling without realizing you're learning wrestling, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have, you know, I have a kind of a man cave theater set up. We have a lot of nice. pretty much all the UFC fights, uh, some of the Bellator, but 
we watch, we'll sit down, we'll have a, it's a, it's an interesting group. Like I said, some people uh-huh. actually train some MMA and most of their casual fans. And so someone like GSP and the majority uh-huh. of the people are watching that bored out of their mind. And then you have people probably like you that are just in awe. <laughs> I mean, so somebody like, you know, him or maybe Khabib or something like that. I mean, is that, is that when you watch them as opposed to just a, just a striker, is that something that really gives you pleasure to see those awesome wrestlers? Well, I mean, I, I obviously I really enjoy it. And that's really something about the sport that I never really grasped. Like when, you know, guys doing dominant work on top in the crowd school, I, I never understood that. Or um, some guys would do their fight. And they're like, yeah, I would have got him if, if he didn't wrestle me the whole time. Like I, I <laughs> that never, it never made sense to me because they seem to, seem to be describing a different sport. Right. And a lot of those guys, I would bet, are probably just casual fans that have never been in a physical altercation and not, not realizing how, how demoralizing it is and how hard it is to, uh, to control another man on the floor like that. Um, I think if they felt that, they'd have a little bit different uh, viewpoint on how a fight's boring or whatever, that, you know, and that <clears throat> time, there's a lot of stuff going on there too. You know? so, yeah. Um, it doesn't bother me. I get it. Um, you know, uh, uh, highlights pay the bills. I get it, but um, you know we're just trying to we're just trying to be effective, man. We just want to get our hand raised, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the last questions from one of the uh, looks like that was a call in message. They they just simply ask who was your if you have one or maybe a couple favorite. Uh, I guess MMA. They didn't, they didn't say MMA or wrestler. Kind of growing up. Well, you say again, do I have any favorite wrestlers or MMA fighters? Yeah, I guess, you know, it is interesting, like you said, because MMA is still really new. Right. So, you know, oh, yeah. as far as you growing up, but, I mean, maybe maybe just someone you've kind of admired from afar as far as uh, their skills. On yeah, that. yeah, yeah, no. Um, uh, as far as MMA, I don't know if I really have a, a favorite MMA fighter. I mean, there's certainly a lot of fighters that, that I have a great deal of respect for. Uh, there's really anyone that's really willing to choose this uh, line of work uh, to make a living. I have a tremendous amount of respect for that. Um, and then, you know, being willing to go out there and, and really put it all on the line, you know, because it's not like, uh, it's not like scoring a point or scoring a bucket or a touchdown, you know, this, this other man is physically trying to beat you. And I think there's something very, very intriguing about all the dynamics that go along with that. Um, and then from a wrestling standpoint, you know, I was, I was, I was very lucky, um, with the people I was around and, uh, the environment that I was, you know, fortunate to be born into. And then again, at West Virginia, that I've, I've been around a lot, a lot of really quality, uh, wrestlers, interacted with them, um, you know, starting with my brother, um, you know, Kerry Collot, you know, guys like that, that have, uh, have had a, you know, instrumental part of my career um, in one way or another. So, you know, from that regard, without giving any really specific things besides those two, um, I've just been very, very lucky, very fortunate to uh, to be around the people I have. I, I, had, I just had a quick question about the business aspect of it mm-hmm. right now with COVID going on. Have you heard any rumblings about maybe cuts and, you know, budgeting and stuff like that without – you know, where Bellator, UFC, where they're not collecting gate money from having actual fans uh, no, in the stands? I think, 
I can't speak much for Bellator because I'm not more familiar with their business models as much as the UFC. But I think the UFC is having the most successful time they've, they've ever had. Um, so obviously they'll lose a little bit on the gate. And I think that's why you see why guys like Conor McGregor and guys that, that uh, they rely on for those big draws, that's probably why you see them, them, them that they haven't fought yet. Um, but uh, as far as these these shows, uh, you know, the larger shows, you know, they have they have a, obviously have a lot of different uh, revenue streams, you know, corporate partners to get TV money. Um, so they can bite down on it a little bit, um, a little bit, you know, but, right. uh, but but it's been corporate partners, things like that. But it's it's really been tragic for the local MMA scene. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and that's why you see I think that's why you see uh, Dana White's contender series becoming more popular. Um, a lot of his guys are from the local shows and looking for places to fight. And I think he put on looking to put on more, more of those kind of shows, but, um, but, uh, Noah's, um, sports not exempt, right? We're seeing across the board. Everyone's taking a hit in one way or another. Right? You know, I have to give Dana White credit because right. I mean, whatever your thoughts, feelings are on COVID and fixing it or whatever, he immediately almost, Went out, <laughs> secured a place, said we're fighting. Made a fight, fight island. You yeah, know what fight I mean? Island. But, yeah, I mean, and- no, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Um, you know, and he took some heat for it. Um, you know, uh, but you know what? He wants the back for his guys. Um, he's, uh, he's the first major, major sports person that was getting his athletes competing and paid. Um, you know, and I. You know, I think these people see that these guys uh, are fighting on TV, so they must be making a lot of money. That absolutely is not the case. Um, I guess it's part of the sport being in its infancy phases, but, you know, a lot of the guys you're seeing on fighting on TV are, are still very much struggling financially. Um, you know, so for him to, you know, go to bat and get these guys out there and, and getting paychecks is... Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess it's great for me too, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, if down you, eventually comes to me too, so I'm very grateful. Yeah, and then that's a good point because if you if you just simply Google, really the reason Conor McGregor stands out in net worth so much is because the fight with Mayweather. It really had nothing to do with UFC, and mm-hmm. that's what you say. And then you think of how popular someone like that is, and you look at the net worth. I was just looking at that the other day for what they put their bodies through. Right. And I couldn't imagine, a, you know, a day to day, we'll ask you about that, but I mean, that's, you're right. I mean, that's not a lot of money considering you're getting 40 guys in the media room to watch uh UFC all night. And these guys are not making right. a whole lot of money. Right. So speaking of that, I mean, what is, what is a day? It's, I guess it's strange now because you're traveling, but, and what is a day to day look like for you as far as training? Oh, um, so we do, um, we train six, twice a day, six days a week. Um, actually two days a week, five days a week, Saturday, we, it's just one training. Um, but it's, it's kind of been one of the biggest challenges making the switch from, from collegiate to here is, you know, and just regulating guys training intensity and volume and stuff like that. Cause it's so much to do, you know what I mean? But I think we're in a place right now where we have a pretty good schedule. Um, a guy seems to be, uh, developing well under it uh we don't seem to be having a lot of injuries uh, we've been knock on wood lucky with covid um but uh we train uh we do a little bit of mma on monday uh we come back and do a kickboxing class um tuesday we uh 
we do a uh, <clears throat> light technique. Um, then we uh, spar in the evening and Wednesday is wrestling day and we actually give them Wednesday off. And then um, we spar twice a week. Not a lot of, not a lot of people don't do that. I don't think uh, we spar again on Thursday and then uh, we do BJJ on Friday. So, and, you know, and the guys got their, uh, um, their strength and conditioning and the body work that they do in between. So um, it's very much a full-time job, even when you're not doing it or sleep and dieting that, every decision you make throughout your day is, you know, geared toward just one thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's insane. So you've now traveled on pretty much the world, certainly this year. So we had some interest of, uh, what are some of your favorite places? I mean, you just got back from, how you pronounce it? Abu Dhabi. Is that right? I was in Abu Dhabi. Uh, I went from Abu Dhabi to London for two days. And then I went to, from London to Singapore. In Singapore, I was really excited about that trip, um, but um, I was in a hotel room my entire time there, so that hotel could have been anywhere in the world because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't leave it except for to go to the fight. So I was at, in Singapore, but I don't feel like I actually was because we didn't do anything. But um, you know what? Um, I had been fortunate enough to travel a lot of cool places. Um, with other people paying for it, which is the really cool part. <laughs> uh, but you know, my favorite city in the world that I've been to, um, probably either, I really like Stockholm, Sweden, um, and Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv, Israel blew me away. I really love that city. Wow. Um, and you call Florida home, right? Uh, yeah, I live in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what we thought. So, yeah. You mentioned you mentioned a couple of names earlier, which is just nuts to me that, you know, first of all, we got Greg Jones on the show and then he's casually talking about Rashid Rashad yeah, Evans. Rashad Evans. I remember him. Didn't he win the show? The the the, the, yeah, original, yeah. the reality show. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, I was just looking, Greg, at some of the some of the fighters that uh, you've coached. I mean, it's insane. So Victor Victor Belfort, former light heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um Robbie Lawyer, which is one of the more Robbie popular Lawyer, guys, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. um, Coach Juzman to a championship. And I told Greg earlier today, we had a whole bunch of people watching uh, watching that. It was uh, Tyrone Woodley and yeah. Usman. Yep. And Usman yep. won. And there, all of a sudden, Greg Jones was on TV, and like half the room just went berserk. <laughs> That's Greg Jones. And I, we were like, I think yeah. people knew, but they I didn't told, realize uh, it. I told Tim Flynn, the, uh, the wrestling coach, to send me some gear. I got to get. WWE wrestling out there on the pay-per-views and stuff. Oh, yeah. dude, that would be you, Dana White. If he did that, he he's going to increase his profits because you know <laughs> WWE will follow any any WWE. That's like the uh, the bar right. school guy just yesterday had a big WVU shirt on. Oh, WVU it went basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it went viral. But uh, and then from the Bellator side, Michael Chandler and I think is it last year, year four, he was he was the I think he was voted like the number one fighter in history of Bellator or something like that. Uh, he's Mr. Bellator. Well, at least he was until a few months ago. He's just um, getting ready to make his UFC debut here soon. But yeah, he's his whole career is with Bellator. I think I don't even think if he had any amateur fights outside of Bellator back then. Really? Wow. Yeah. When's he debuting yeah. in UFC? I don't know. Probably after the New Year. Probably gotcha. January or February. I would bet. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. I you know I, I try not to get too involved in those negotiations. Right. <laughs> Let me know when and where. So that was another question we got is, you know, who are some of the up and comers that you're training that maybe we don't or the casual fan 
we don't know of yet. Well, I'll tell you what. You should tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow night, this fight is going to be good. Uh, like I said, talk about Logan Storley. He's fighting another guy, a uh, Ukrainian kid that's uh, that's undefeated. And uh, Logan's uh, a really, really good, very good young prospect for us. So um, that's that's the more more immediate ones. Um, you know, I got about. I got about 40 fighters. Um, so, you know, Ooh. they go on the roster, you know, I think they're all good. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? But, um, but, uh, my, my Instagram is coach G Jones, uh, uh, also Sanford MMA, um, uh, give you guys, you know, give everyone a kind of Absolutely. a glance at the things we're trying to do. And, um, I'll give you a little bit of background too. Um, you know, of what we're trying to do that, um, so Sanford health is a $6 billion, um, hospital based out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, and we've established a relationship with them, um, that has never been done in this sport and has really put us at the forefront of, of kind of the trajectory of the sport and what we're trying to take it. But, um, you know, they, they built us uh, a brand new $1.5 million gym, um, we have access to, to uh, doctors and medical care, um, anything from uh, from the entire training camp leading up to your post-fight uh, medicals and things like that. We do everything there on site. Um, we have three full-time coaches, uh, a full-time strength and conditioning coach. So, um, you know, going back five years, whenever I first started doing this, I was kind of uh, blown away of how young and behind the times the sport was. Um, so now this has given me an opportunity with this relationship to kind of circle back and really look at a lot of those things that we, um, that we could do and change the sport, um, in a positive, positive uh, direction. That's some, that's some impressive stats right there. Yeah. And, I, and you're right. That's something I said this at the beginning. Um, I don't, I don't know, Greg, if it's your personality, you've just never really been one to, you know, jump on social media and brag, and this is what I'm doing. Look at me, I'm on TV type stuff, and then you find out really what's what's going on behind the scenes, and that's yeah, I'm not I'm not real good at that. I need to do I need to do a better job at social media, but I'm just <laughs> I'm not good at. It. I mean, I post things, but I don't I don't interact enough. If that makes sense. Man, I feel you. I don't have but. any of it. <laughs> I'm literally I'm 35, going on 80. I don't yeah, have any. Right. Of it. Well, that's exactly right. Well, before we let you go, man, we gotta. Uh, couple people ask the same question so uh they and this could be one of your fighters or maybe not but their question was uh what match would you like to see next in the ufc what match um i want to see gilbert burns fight kamaru usman there we go yeah and that got, may happen too pretty soon got a little bit of interest in that one you know yeah that's exactly <laughs> right that could be very interesting man well, listen, yep. Greg, man, we really appreciate it. We know you're super busy. It's just one of those things, man. It's just people don't understand unless they go to W, and you understand that. <laughs> I mean, people just – they follow anyone that goes to W, certainly athletes. I, you know, yep. we've had we've had a lot of athletes on here. We had Quincy Wilson and Rashid Marshall, and we, we'd stop and say, do you guys ever kind of stop and say, and say to yourself, man, I'm really like a superstar in the state of West Virginia. And you really are. I don't know if you guys ever stop and, and ask that question. And all of, both of them said, nah, we never really t think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, well, uh, I certainly, uh, I certainly appreciate that. Uh, Mountaineers are <clears throat> some of the best people in the whole entire world. And, 
you know, always, always make time for you guys. For sure, man. Well, listen, we really appreciate it. We'll continue to follow you. We'll watch that fight tomorrow. We're going to watch the fight tomorrow. Best of luck to you. And we hope one day we're going to, that's our goal to get, we'll probably be sitting at the top, but we'll have WV your, WV gear on and we'll yell down. Just as long as you look at us, we'll be yeah, good. We'll be there. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. Shut up. Bye, All man. Right, man. Hey, best of luck to you, Greg. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, man. Bye-bye.